0: Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Thank you so much for all the messages of support. Late yesterday was the wake service. for my dad in the afternoon and in the evening so many uh came from all across the country and i know all all, all the rest of you most of you uh united in prayer uh and sympathy and uh, we are all grateful for that today is the uh funeral today uh being uh uh, tuesday the third of uh, january so i appreciate your continued prayers But I wanted to talk to you about the very significant thing today for the pro-life movement, which is the beginning of the 118th Congress. Uh, We had victory in these midterm elections. We had victory. We took back the House of Representatives. We fired Nancy Pelosi as Speaker of the House. And today, that firing takes effect. Uh, She is no longer uh, in possession of the gavel. And that means a lot, brothers and sisters. Uh, That means a lot because of the radical, woke, destructive, anti-God, anti-life, anti-freedom, anti-America agenda uh, that the Democrats pursue. Uh, This means a lot that now we put the House of Representatives into the hands of the Republican Party, which uh, pursues as a matter of uh, p- principle and policy uh, policies that are much much more favorable to religious freedom life america itself and all the freedoms and to the constitution and that's one of the things i want to point out to i'm going to make two points here first all the members of congress take an oath to uphold the constitution of the united states and keep in mind that's what they take an oath to not to the party not even to the party platform, and certainly not to the court's interpretation of the Constitution, when you take an oath to uphold and defend the Constitution of the United States, not only is there a specific reference point there that you have to be faithful to and that the people should hold you accountable to, but you're you're upholding the Constitution as you yourself understand it. So that's why it's so important to be electing freedom-loving Americans who understand the Constitution as it was written, not with some strange idea or strange notion of the document as something that's malleable. Obviously, you can amend the Constitution, but it's very hard to amend the Constitution, and purposely so. It's got to be a relatively stable document, but it has a very specific meaning, and the meaning can be found in the words that were written uh, by our founders, Uh, They chose their words very carefully. And by the way, as I often point out, there was no source that the founders relied on more uh, to shape their thinking as they shaped this government than the scriptures. So the oath to uphold the Constitution, keep that in mind when you communicate with your legislators. They have taken an oath, and we need to hold them accountable to the Constitution of the United States. Secondly, uh, there are going to be important votes in the House of Representatives as early as next week on pro-life matters i mentioned this to you the other day but i want to draw out uh one other thought about this first of all the matters they're going to vote on they're going to vote on a resolution condemning the attacks on the pregnancy centers and showing support for them uh that ties in very much with our theme at the national prayer service on january 20th that i'll be leading in washington secondly born alive increasing protections for babies who survive abortion it does happen they are not adequately protected in the law and congress has a bill that the republicans have been trying to get a vote on for years and uh they democrats have blocked But they have a bill now that can actually get a vote and get passed. And then thirdly, no taxpayer funding for abortion. Uh, Our friend Chris Smith, in fact, uh, authoring uh, this bill and uh, protecting across the government your tax money and mine from going to the killing of babies. What this does is it simplifies matters because, as you may know, Congress has to have multiple votes every session uh, for Uh, whether or not money that comes through one or another of the various money funding uh, streams will go for abortion. So they have to have all these multiple individual votes. And some money in certain programs goes to abortion, certain other money doesn't. Uh, Why not say across the board that there'll be no taxpayer funding of abortion? That's what this particular bill says. Now, here's the point I want to make. We have to understand how laws are made in this country and sometimes people need a refresher, people we may talk to, don't, don't presume uh, that they know. Of The House of Representatives by itself cannot create a law, okay? Creation of a law involves the consent of the House of Representatives, of the U.S. Senate, and of the President. So obviously, The Senate and the presidency are in the wrong hands right now. The House of Representatives is in the right hands. The fact is that neither the Republicans nor the Democrats can pass at this point anything into law that has substantial opposition from the other party. Now, there may be certain things, of course, that you can can get a majority agreement across partisan lines. But as far as any, what you might call partisan legislation, that, 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 that can't get through from either side. So it's good. We're putting a, a stop on the radical uh, abortion agenda that they want to do, where they say codify Roe v. Wade. They don't know what they're talking about, but, but essentially it means abortion on demand throughout pregnancy. They cannot get that through. If they wanted to have a vote in the Senate, they could have the Senate pass that again, but it's never going to get voted on by the House. Therefore, it can't become law. House and the Senate have to agree on the legislation and pass it, and then it goes to the desk of the president. The president's desk can't get two conflicting bills. Oh, the House wants this, the Senate wants that. It's not going to get to the president's desk if it's conflicting. You understand the process. However, it's still significant If the House passes something, and that's what we're talking about when we mention these three pieces of pro-life legislation. And we'll be sending out, well, actually two legislations, one resolution, we'll be sending out action alerts about this. And you can sign up to receive them at stopabortionnow.org. Please make sure that you are signed up. The point being this. If the House passes a pro-life bill, that's very significant, even though it can't get over the other two hurdles just yet senate and president it's significant that they pass it first of all it awakens the awareness of the whole country in fact i used to before i understood the fully the process here of lawmaking. you know years and years ago when i would hear oh the house passed this or the house passed that you know it sounds in the headlines like now that's the policy of the united states Um, but it's not. It just means the House passed it. You still need the Senate and the presidency for it to become law. Nevertheless, it's significant. It shows where uh, the nation stands because these people are elected by the people. It shows where the party stands. It educates people about the issue at hand. It creates a momentum for later action after the 2024 election, where our goal is to get back the Senate, of course, hold on to the House, and gain back the White House, then if a measure has already been passed by the Republican House, you're already set up for the vote to occur again and then for it to be brought to the Senate and then for it to be signed by the president. In other words, this gets the ball rolling. It lays the groundwork and it puts our elected representatives on record as either opposing or supporting whatever that particular measure is. For all these reasons, we need to push now. I mean, this is what you do when you have power, when you have the votes, use them. We need to push now for these three pro-life measures. That's not that these are only going to be the only pro-life measures in this Congress. There's a lot more to be done, including gestational limits, on abortion where you say there can't be abortion beyond 15 weeks for example that's that's not one of these first votes but again protect babies born alive after a failed abortion stop paying for forcing us to pay for abortion and also then again a resolution uh, and this is something uh, the democrats should have been saying out of their mouths but it never came off their lips a resolution Condemning these attacks on the pregnancy center. So let's move forward. Thank you again uh, for all your support. And uh, sign up for those action alerts at stopabortionnow.org. And we'll let you know exactly what to do, how to call. We're going to send out an alert tomorrow. So be ready for that. And uh, thanks for all your involvement in this greatest of human rights causes of our day. Let's pray. Lord, bless the new Congress. Thank you that we have fired Nancy Pelosi. Lord God, take the Democrats out of power altogether. They are anti-God, they are anti-freedom, they are anti-religion, they are anti-life, they are anti-America. Take them out of power right now, Lord God, and enable your, your people to vote the right way in, in all upcoming elections. Enable us to build, Lord God, a great America and a culture of life through Christ our Lord.